0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and Game Master, AJ. Uh, today's episode is uh, something a little bit special. Uh, not only is it the conclusion of our little uh, Ensign Games <laughs> mini-arc, uh, that's been kind of a sort of hundred-episodes celebration for us, uh, it's also the episode of the broadcast with, by far and away, the most people on it. <laughs> uh, we're lucky enough to be joined uh, this episode by some amazing guest stars, uh, many of whom have been on the show before in one way or another. And uh, yeah, we're super pleased to, uh, to have them with us. So in no particular order, uh, a huge thanks for joining us to uh, Adam of Snyder's Return, uh, Fiona of What Am I Rolling and the DM's Book Club, Matt and Liam of Spocklight, uh, Rade Nikolov, Cassie of the Lovely Craftians, uh, Jordan of Modified Role, Nikolai and Meow of Penance RPG, Ollie Munster, and finally, my mum. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, I think um, with that, uh, that long list of people who, um, who've who been amazing to join us, I think we've uh, we've kept you all waiting long enough. So, uh, let's get into the episode. Enjoy. So, all smiled then, as uh, the words Session Complete uh, are hanging in the air above your heads, and uh, the five of you turn to head for the, uh, the now visible exit of Deep Space 3's Holodeck 1. As the doors slide open, uh, you can see, uh, waiting to greet you as, as you leave, is Captain Collins. Uh, he's, he's also all smiles, uh, he, he sort of rushes forward and shakes each of you by the hand. Great job everyone, great job! Oh, um, thank you, sir. How
1: do you reckon you got on? Well, I don't want to blow our our trumpet too much, and Johnny looks around at the rest of the group, but I I think we did pretty well. Well, I suppose you can't say too much, but what do you think, Captain? Well, uh, personally, I think you you handled yourselves pretty well. Um,
0: Had a couple of hiccups, but uh, you dealt with them, and uh, you worked well as a team together, and uh, had some difficult decisions to make, but uh, you got out everybody you could at the end, so uh, I'm happy with how you did. I'm proud of you all. Thank you, Captain. You're welcome. Now, if you don't mind me saying, you all look like you're in need of some uh, refreshments and a well-deserved rest. Uh, There's an observation lounge uh, set up down the corridor specifically for those involved in the competition. Um, Head on down there, put your feet up for a bit. I'm sure you're curious to watch how the other teams do as well, so uh, that'll be the place to see it. Just as he says this, you, you do see the the team of ensigns um, from the USS Nelson uh, stepping out of a doorway of uh, what is clearly a, a crew lounge uh, just down the corridor, as he said. They look like they've sort of, you know, they're sort of psyching themselves up. A couple of them are sort of doing stretches, you know. <laughs> you see. They, they don't know quite what they're, um, they're walking into. They, you know, you, you were all told at the start of this that uh, it's going to be three different challenges, so I think they've, they've seen what you guys came up against. And they're trying to sort of get ready for anything. Really, they don't really make eye contact too much as as they pass you heading into the into the holodeck. But Captain Richards is there uh, with them. You can see sort of giving them some last minute sort of words of encouragement, a little bit of a, a last minute pep talk. <laughs> uh, as uh, as her and the group of uh, ensigns from her ship uh, pass you all, uh, she gives uh, Collins a, a nod and uh, a quick nod to all of you uh, as they head towards the entranceway to the holodeck.
1: Uh, so yeah, what, what's the thinking? You uh, you heading to Shimoda's? You heading to this lounge? Well, I know we'd said Shimoda's, mm. but I'm thinking that Johnny, having had it pointed out that the lounge is there, would probably turn to the rest of them and say, Well, I know we were going to have that drink and everything, but well, I guess we should probably find out what the competition's like. Shall we go in and uh, have, check out the lounge?
2: Aye, sounds good to me. Yeah, uh, why not?
1: Grand idea. Well, I guess, uh, well, we'll see you at the end of the competition, Captain. Johnny gives a nod and uh, kind of leads the way off into the lounge.
0: Okay. So, uh yeah, you, you step inside and find yourself in a room actually pretty much about similar sort of size to uh, to 10 Forward. A little bit of a different setup in here. All the walls are sort of covered with with viewing screens and uh, there's less tables, more sofas. Uh you do spot in a in a kind of horseshoe sofa setup up uh, the team of ensigns from the USS Auckland. Uh your friend uh, Katrina among them. Um they don't really react as you come in, they're sort of deep in conversation. Not not for, they're not like ignoring you, they're just kind of, you get the feeling this is like a tactics talk going on, that and everything. As I said, uh, the, the screen's kind of all around the walls. This lounge is part of the holographic centre, and as this, you know, the, the whole facility is used for a lot of training sessions and such, it's got this sort of specially designed kind of lounge so that people can observe what's going on if it's a you know an official starfleet session there, there's, there's not if people are having a private session it's not being uh, broadcast here um you didn't have a bunch of people watching when you accidentally shot Bonja's snacks the other day but um <laughs> a <good> thing. yeah <laughs> but uh yeah there's there's plenty of seating um there's a uh, replicator bank along the wall there doesn't look like there's a kind of there's no like servers in here or anything this isn't like fully staffed up like the uh uh, the bar is at ten forward, but um, it's kind of a serve yourself area. But yeah, it looks it's, it's fairly comfortable in here, well appointed, um, and as I say, there's screens all around which are currently showing um, sort of what looks to be sort of clips,
1: <laughs> edited clips from your run. I don't know. Do you do you do you watch that as you well? Oh, what, Johnny what? definitely. I've got admirers, Well, not admires. Well, maybe a little bit. But the whole group. <laughs> And just the way we performed, because he's like he still got a little bit of, like, he took charge with the training session, it didn't go well, but the actual event seemed to go alright, so... Yeah. Certainly be looking on and trying to gauge, like, would other people think that this went well? Was it just us in the moment?
0: Um, I mean it's, it's it's tough to tell I mean you've pretty much just stepped through the door as I said the, there's not a huge number of people in here there, there's the team from the Auckland who seem you know fairly focused on just talking to each other their kind of tactics talk other than that there's kind of like a I guess there's a few officers in here um, you don't oh that's that's a point though actually I think maybe you maybe you would recognise some people from the Tenzing um, oh no 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 maybe oh, no. I don't do that
2: by <laughs> <laughs> yourself You want us to jump between
0: Uh, both characters? Oh no! No, um, I mean, yeah, kind of. (laughs) Well, and then uh, here's the thing. Picture to me, would you while this is going on? Do you think Murphy and Darila, and I guess uh, Ray's still in sick bay? Yeah, I'm still in uh, sick bay. Yeah,
3: but it doesn't mean you can't watch it leisurely. Yeah,
0: you can watch it from sick bay. You've got your own. You've got a private isolation room in sick bay, so you could be watching it. Room? Yeah. My question really though is like, would the other two be there? I guess. I
2: think you really probably would be in the lounge if it was an option. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, it, Yeah. Mur- Murphy would be the same.
0: Okay. Mm, okay. I mean, you don't have to talk to yourselves if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> before we, just before we jump back in I will say I'm fully expecting this to be the Mrs. Doubtfire of scenes. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
4: I'm gonna say Ray is probably not watching this.
0: Not watching at all. Okay, fair enough.
4: Too too much else going on in his head and he's probably been sedated because last we saw him he was flitting between remembering who he is now and who he used to be. So it would make more sense for Ray to probably watch it off off scene yeah, later okay. once he's recovered.
0: Fair enough, yeah. we can, we can we can say that Ray is not involved in this whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. So uh yeah, to to reset the scene then with that in mind. Yeah, looking around as you step in, as I say, there's not a huge number of people in here. There's um you can see there's the the team from the uh the Auckland are there having their sort of tactics talk with each other. Um there's a few more senior officers as you look. Um some that you don't recognise, they must be from the other ships. Um but you do see a couple of the department heads who um picked you all for this uh, assignment in here. <laughs> um you can see uh, Lieutenant Commander Murphy and uh Arela are off to oh, where would it where would they be, I guess. It's because it's not really a bar I guess sort of sat and sat on sofas I suppose watching the thing
2: sat on sofas but I imagine not that close to anyone else mm-hmm.
0: mm, no 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 I mean as I said it, it's, it's a lounge that's about the size of 10 forward but it's in no way as busy as 10 forward gets even in times that you've been in there before uh, Arela. so um, I'd say that this is a little bit easier on your empathic powers than uh, than 10 forward is sometimes um who else uh commander carter's here um and uh yeah the the captains aren't here but you would guess they're sort of off elsewhere you you already know collins and uh, Richard's are out in the corridor so um you don't see uh, captain uh, karata of the uh, of the auckland anywhere but he seems to be you know he could who knows where he is at the moment
3: He's in the toilet.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah. What would you like to be doing?
1: Well, spying the uh, senior officers—the ones that kind of put them up to the test as they're walking along. Mm. uh, Johnny turns to the rest and says, "Um, "We should probably check in and uh, see what they think." And he motions towards the commanding officers.
2: Aye, all right. Sounds fine to me. Not that my boss is there, so maybe it shouldn't be up to me.
1: Oh yeah, you're probably pretty lucky on that front I I guess we did all right but Murphy's got some pretty high standards What do you mean by that? Well, I mean I I think I hinted at some of the uh, stuff I've had to do when she's not been happy with my performance, so here's hoping that this was, uh, yeah, up to spec
3: Bond did say she threatened threatened you with cleaning the, was it the plasma coils?
1: Hmm yeah, spend a lot of time on my hands and knees crawling around in ducts, unfortunately. Oh, that's right. You, you did say that. Ooh, like, she, sounds,
4: she sounds like a real nightmare.
1: Oh, we should probably go over and at least give them an acknowledgement. It goes nothing.
3: I feel... Morpheus She's just like, I'm really nice. I'm just... <laughs> I'm not.
0: <laughs> Johnny's going around being like, "Oh my boss, what a, what a hard ass!" She's really just like, she puts me like nose to the grind all the time. I can't get away with shit. And Murphy's just like, fine, like nobody else has a problem with Murphy or anything. <laughs> like like you say, Murphy's no uh, fairly nice boss. He's just snapping at Johnny for his stupid shit. Like I don't know. That's how. I, that's, that's yeah, exactly like you say. That's <laughs> that's my impression of it.
1: Well, let's see how this goes. Sorry, (laughs) yeah, uh,
0: editorializing a bit there, but yeah. (laughs) Uh, Commander Carter stands up as uh, as the group of you approach. Ah, here they come—the conquering heroes. Good job, everybody. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, Thank you, sir. Uh, Good, good job on those repairs for you. Uh, Quick thinking.
3: Uh, Oh, oh, engines are my thing. I, I love my job, sir.
0: Yeah, good. Good to hear it. <laughs> See that time we uh, spent uh, putting you in the uh, on the runabout rotation uh, it paid off.
3: <laughs> yes, sir. I, I do like the, I do like the small smaller ships,
2: sir.
0: Yeah, well, keep that in mind.
2: So, Irulan really smiles. uh in you did well.
0: Uh, thank you, Doctor. Um, I haven't had much uh, triage experience, so um, it's good to um, be sort of thrown in the deep end. I think.
2: Well, you handled it very well. Oh, thank you. You did too, Conart.
1: Oh, thank, thank you, sir. There's
3: a few things I've picked up on dur- with this exercise.
2: Good few things. You did well.
1: And he kind of swells with pride a little bit and gives a little nod of acknowledgement.
2: I can kind of imagine the rest of the ensigns are just kind of looking at each other going, <laughs> Um... Well, one that was nicer than the impression we got, but two, <laughs> what little things? <laughs> <laughs> just like been slightly suspicious on Johnny's behalf. Murphy's
3: like like leaned back and on, on on one of the couches, and she's just like, yeah. She's just thinking uh, that she needs to talk. Well, she already thought that she needed to talk to Ed Soto about like assigning a assigning him a minion, and now this kind of just cements it a bit. Yeah. Uh, well, not so much a minion, but uh, a responsibility.
5: Mm.
0: Well, Soto had already given Johnny the responsibility of coming up with the um, the shift rotation for security on the mm. airlock while you're docked. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know if she rang. She maybe didn't run that by Murphy because that's kind of just like part, she gave. Yeah. She gave Johnny an admin job to do. Yeah, because um, yeah. that's
3: part of the job. He kind of needs to understand as well. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just as important as like the two phasers.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: So what are your plans now? Are you here to check on the competition or are you guys just going to sit back and relax?
1: Well, I'm definitely interested in whatever's going to happen with the other teams. I mean, those guys look pretty determined and he looks over towards the other team and gestures.
3: Murphy's just going to smile slightly. Like, no, everybody's going to get the same mission you guys got. Just remember, it's all about seeing how you react to the unexpected.
1: Well, it was an interesting test. But, yeah, I'm glad we came out alright. Um, things can, I feel, in this scene maybe be awkward in the way where <laughs> <laughs> just hang in the air for a moment.
2: <laughs> for a little bit, like, there's all these interns who are looking at senior officers and going, I, I, I don't want to say too much. <laughs> um, and they're, they're all, like, slightly wor- freaked out as well, because Murphy's like, being
3: nice, she's smiling, <laughs> she's having, cute. it's creepy, and and Johnny's, like, painted this picture that she's, like, some witch, and that she's, like, going, no, I'm not, and they're like, not sure if she's gonna, if she wants to kill us or... <laughs> like, pre- or, or Johnny's just a liar.
0: I mean, I, I don't think he. I don't know. He has, I don't think he's really said she's like a you know super.
3: No, I suppose.
0: Yeah, not. it's it's more just like, but you know, he has made a couple of comments about. Oh yeah, no, my boss is, <laughs> you know, she expects a lot and stuff. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: The taskmaster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the screens sort of all around the room, which, uh, as I said, have been playing a kind of like edited highlight reel of your own run uh, at this point switch to a view of uh, two officers uh, sat behind a desk who uh, seem to be chatting about how you got on. The volume's still down a little bit at this point. Um, you would infer from this though that there was perhaps some kind of commentary running over your simulation as you were doing it. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't recognise either of the two of them. It's, it's a human and a boolean. Um You would guess that they're also part of the station crew though. Uh, the human touches his ear and uh, and looks directly at the camera.
1: Okay, we're getting word now that the team from the USS Nelson are just about ready for their run. Let's cross back to holodeck one.
0: The view shifts uh, to the inside of the holodeck and you can see the team from the Nelson, uh, who you just passed in the corridor, uh, standing in the familiar empty grid uh they still kind of look like they're sort of psyching themselves up and uh yeah the, the virtual camera switches between each member of the team in turn and a sort of <laughs> sports style uh side graphic fades in each time giving like a few details about each competitor I mean, nothing too invasive or anything just like kind of few facts like where they're from how long they've been in starfleet their specializations and whatnot uh the commentators actually they pass a few brief comments on each competitor as they're shown also which um you, you can hear now, the volume has come up slightly.
1: Here we see Ensign Yoitz, the engineer for this team. Graduated Starfleet Academy just last year on their first posting aboard the Nelson. A little
0: tidbit about Yoitz, Ted. Uh, their great uncle is none other than Admiral Halv Yoitz, who commanded the 7th Fleet back in the 2330s. Interesting family connection there. It's around this point, maybe, that you you kind of get your first sort of proper idea of how your own one was being shown to everybody, uh, you know, as you were doing it. You can't really help but wonder what the commentators had to say about each of you, but, um, I mean, perhaps you'll never know. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, are you you grabbing drinks, getting seats? I mean, also, you don't have to stay in here if you don't want to. I mean, it's, it's totally in your hands.
1: Well, Johnny would all kind of say to the commanding officers... Oh, well, it it looks like it's getting started. We'll leave you to it, I guess? And he, he awkwardly kind of starts moving away.
3: <laughs> we'll all just shuffle along. Just nod and smile and shuffle along.
1: <laughs> Once we're a few steps away, Johnny turns to the rest and says, um, Well, I, I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm going to grab a drink and uh, grab a seat. You guys stick around?
2: Yeah, I want to see how this lot do
1: Make for some good light like, entertainment
2: I think I'll join you with that drink, yeah
1: Oh, great And, uh, Johnny leads the way And we can all, I suppose We don't need to, like, figure out what we're drinking and No, everything. I don't That's think we good. need to go through yeah, another, like... <laughs> another
0: episode of What are people eating? Yeah, There's <laughs> enough of that Like five to ten percent of this show is people ordering food.
2: Like it's important.
0: It is important.
2: (laughs) I mean I think this exercise is definitely going to bring the crew of each individual ship together. Yeah. Not sure how much it's gonna do between ships. Mm.
3: (laughs) Well, we didn't meet the other competition anyway, so we're doing it blind. Mm -hmm. So we're not it's not really there's not that animosity that like that sportsmen are am not you
2: know
4: we don't know who's come from which ship do we uh
0: well I mean no I mean the teams aren't mixed I mean this is you know you you guys were all from the Tenzing. the one that's about to do their run is all from the Nelson I think I'd probably safe to say that you as a group you don't know any of the other competitors other than Johnny's friend Katrina from uh, from the Auckland yeah uh, It's it's less of sort of like it's not like it's less of like you guys are competing in like a rate, like if it was like a hundred meters or whatever, you're directly competing. It's more that I guess, I guess more like like a kind of gymnastics routine or something where you've each got kind of mm-hmm. it's judged as to like okay, here's how many points I think we should get for this, but you're not directly trying to do one move better than the you know the other people sort of thing. You're doing you're making your attempt and they're making their attempt and at the end of it, you find out who the judges think gave the best performance rather than like trying to be the first over the line, I suppose, is Mm -hmm. how it is. What you do isn't affecting what the other teams are doing. Yeah,
1: it makes sense. uh,
0: So, yeah, okay. Uh, You guys are all able to grab yourselves uh, some refreshments and uh, and claim your own horseshoe-shaped sofa arrangement. Uh, Quite comfortable, I might add. (laughs) Uh, Just in time for Team Nelson's run to begin. Uh, As you watch, the holodeck grid pattern fades away around them, and they find themselves in an airlock chamber. Looks to be a Federation uh, construction. It looks an awful lot like the one on the uh, on the Tenzing. Um, uh, a little different from your own start, though. You know, yours started in a hangar bay, This is in an airlock chamber. Uh, you can hear their team's uh, reactions quite clearly, though. An
5: airlock? We going for a spacewalk, you reckon?
0: Oh, I hope not. I
4: haven't done one since the Academy, and it
1: uh, didn't go
4: well. There's five EV suits here. Maybe we uh to sit up just in case. Better safe than sorry,
0: to be sure. There seems to be sort of general agreement to this, and the team are just about done uh, pulling on their EV suits when a wall panel activates, uh, showing the same Kelpian commander who gave you all your own instructions on your run.
5: Away, team, are you ready? Docking will occur in 30 seconds.
0: Uh, yes, sir.
4: Although I think we find it helpful if you could uh, resummarize our situation and immediate
5: objectives. Of course. The ship with which we are docking is on an uncontrolled collision course with the Federation colony of Pearl R2. It is of a configuration unknown to us and as far as our sensors can tell has no life forms aboard and is running on minimal power. If its course is not changed, there is potential for severe loss of life in the colony. We will be withdrawing to conduct an evacuation while your team attempts to divert the vessel. If I might ask sir, why docking? Why not simply transport us aboard?
4: Why not divert the ship with tractor beams, for that matter?
0: You do just catch a couple of little sidelong glances at the uh, the Vulcan science ensign who's made this comment from the rest of their team, but uh, they don't say anything.
5: In answer to both of your questions, Ensign, on its path through the system, the ship passed through a charged particle field which has rendered our transporters ineffective and is also interfering with our tractor beams. It will be several hours before the charge dissipates. Too late for the colony. Placing your team aboard is the only way to possibly change its course.
0: Oh, yes, sir. There's a thunk and a shudder as docking occurs.
5: Get aboard as quickly as you can. We must see to the evacuation.
0: At that, the team put on their helmets. Uh, the airlock cycles, and they step onto the unknown vessel and uh, into the, I guess, main section of their run. <laughs> i will say at this point uh, the commentators aren't like overbearing at all they're putting in an odd kind of comment for context and things like that but it's not overbearing at all in any way
2: <laughs> it's not a horse racing commentary.
0: no no not fully <laughs> it's more just like providing a little bit of kind of context and like oh i wasn't expecting that kind of talk now and then mm-hmm. sort of thing uh, the, the other thing at this point that you realize is that as viewers you, you actually are getting a little more context of the situation uh, than the nelson team do and uh, you would guess it was probably a similar setup during your own run, uh, you're getting establishing shots and uh, contextual views and uh, things you wouldn't get otherwise if you, if you were in the holodeck yourself. It's kind of like you're watching a, a live film, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, as the, as the team from the Nelson steps through their airlock, uh, you actually you get an exterior view showing uh, what looks like maybe the same virtual Galaxy class that you launched from, docked to a kind of dark-coloured, bulbous, irregularly shaped hulk of a ship. <laughs> uh, it's, it's much uh, bigger than the Galaxy-class, uh, which explains the need for an evacuation if it can't be stopped. And uh, true to the briefing, there are very few lights visible along it. Uh, it looks to be basically unpowered. Okay, so in practical terms, the way that we're going to do this uh, so that so this episode isn't just me telling you guys a really long story while you sit there and listen uh, is that we're kind of going to be just sort of touching on key decisions key moments, uh, highlight reel, if you will, of, of their run and, uh, well, and later the Auckland's and uh, yeah, I'm going to be rolling some dice, doing some checks uh, to see how they fare uh, It's going to be a little bit kind of ad hoc but, uh, but yeah, I think that's, that's the way we're going to do this so, given what you're, given what
1: you've watched so far on the screens, any any, any thoughts from you guys? Uh, I think Johnny's pretty wrapped in just trying to take it all in and uh, gauge how successful they are. Yeah. Okay.
3: Faria's um, thinking of all the mechanical things that they can do about the airlock. Like, hmm, mm. what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I I
4: hope they have to come up against some kind of big beast. Nasty alien that knows their every move. I quite or like. I quite like to see that.
3: Or a pathogen, something
4: what?
5: invisible,
0: unseen enemy. I like it. Exactly. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do, I'll be as brief as possible um, with with this, but we'll, we'll probably, like I say, touch on a few um, few key moments here and there. So. Initially, they sort of they stick together as a group to just sort of scope out the uh, the ship. They quite quickly ascertain that the ship's power is down. With a thought, the the first thought is, well, if we can get it going, we can maybe slow the thing down. Um, I'm going to do an engineering roll (laughs) to see how feasible they find that, or whether this is something that they're able to kind of begin to put in motion. Okay, well, I rolled a four and a seven. So I think on anyone... I haven't got a character sheet for these characters, but on anyone's count, that would be two successes. Uh, you know, uh, the interface and construction may be
4: unfamiliar, but uh, I know a main power conduit when I see one. We can follow this to and We should be able to get some of it back online. We're up against the clock
5: here. You sure? Well, we're not going to do a lot without working engines, are we? All right, I'll tell you what. Let's split up. Yoits, you, Hector, and Vora, go and look for engineering. Diorz and I will try and find the bridge. Stay in contact.
0: So, yeah, the Nelson team split in two. Uh, The security and corn officers are heading, looking for wherever the the bridge might be, uh, with the rest of the team, the engineer, the scientist, and the doctor, uh, looking for engineering. I would say, uh, now you're getting some better looks at the interior of this vessel, it's definitely sort of... Showing its age, you, the vibe that you're getting is—it's it, not like fully run down, but there's like rusted hull panels, and just the general vibe that this this thing has been sort of maybe careening through space unattended for quite some time. It's—it's it's not in great shape. This ship. Any preference on which team we follow first? Um, Johnny's paying attention to security all the way. Yeah. Okay. So the duo of Mitchell, the security officer, and uh, Diorz, the con officer, start making their way forward to where, uh, logically, um, but maybe not correctly, we'll find out, (laughs) Uh, they think the ship's control centre or uh, bridge might be located. Uh, It's slow going, Uh, the ship is, as I said, rather large, and uh, they're having to break through closed hatchways, uh, pick their way along narrow passages, and along some precarious walkways, all in uh, semi-darkness and in the slightly awkward bulk of their EV suits. I'm going to make a roll to see if the security officer notices something. But I rolled a 15 and a 19, so that is only... Um, I, I'm gonna use Johnny's stats for the security officer. I don't even care. It's a convenient way of doing it. <laughs> Why not? You guys have been picked as the best. I feel like there's the poss- possibility that you've got similar sort of uh, skills. Um, so yeah, the security officer does not see that they have tripped a uh, an IR beam running across one of the corridors,
1: and you don't know what that's gonna mean yet. Johnny. He gives a sharp intake of breath, and he's like, "Oh, I wouldn't have done that."
3: <laughs> Why? Well, what? What? What do you mean? What, what have you noticed?
1: Oh, there was there was a beam. They they walked through something. Some kind of security's probably been tripped on this ship now. Who knows what's going to happen?
4: Laser beams. Cutting to pieces. I mean, obviously not really, because it's only a simulation. But I mean, come on, laser beams. Slice them into pieces, come on! Where's my cider?
2: Um, you're, um, you're seeming a bit more bloodthirsty than you did before.
4: I didn't, it's because I haven't had enough cider yet. I'll become, become more more soil with more ciders in me, so
1: keep them coming, Johnny boy. Oh, yeah, I'll go and get some more drinks. You guys are getting, getting drunk while you're watching this. <laughs> I, I'm,
3: I'm imagining that for has, like, gotten somehow popcorn and oh, is, like, yeah, sharing totally. it around.
0: It's oh, not yeah. even somehow. There's replicators in here. You can get, get popcorn. Oh, yeah. No oh, trouble. yeah, we're getting
3: popcorn. Yeah. We're getting popcorn. <laughs> it's like, come on, let's get popcorn.
2: <laughs> Sounds good to me.
0: Meanwhile, at the other end of the sofa, there's the location just downing ciders and (laughs) (laughs) keep his bloodthirstiness in check
3: (laughs) meanwhile Murphy and Avila are looking over like what is going on over there is that popcorn
0: Carter's like I I wouldn't say no to some popcorn myself actually anybody want any (laughs) I'm going to the replicator
3: (laughs) (laughs) Murphy's just like hesitating and then it's like just before he leaves it's gonna be like no yeah yeah bring me some
0: okay I mean he's not leaving it's like just on one wall he goes and goes two small popcorns (laughs) please one salted one what do you want on your popcorn (laughs) he's shouting it (laughs) sweet alrighty uh, two small popcorns one salty one sweet <laughs> yeah, he returns with two popcorns hands you small you know it's the, it's the classic cinema paper bag <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> nothing for you uh, doctor
2: oh no I'm fine thank you
0: his attention returns to the screen so <laughs> it is now uh, showing the, the other half of the uh, the Nelson's team who are again they're, they're picking their way towards where they think engineering is Uh, Okay, so that is a critical success on that. I wrote a one and a seven. T. Nelson's scientist, uh, the Vulcan, Ensign Vora, holds up a hand to stop the other two as they uh, prepare to force their way through a set of closed double doors.
5: Wait. My tricorder indicates there's
4: been a chemical leak on the other side of the bulkhead. The adjoining chamber is full of corrosive gas which our environmental suits would not withstand.
5: We should find another route.
0: So, some quick thinking has saved them uh, from some environmental hazards, but it has the unintended effect of costing them some time as they have to backtrack and find their way around. But, uh, but yeah. Crisis of
3: will. averted.
1: Don't blast it. I was really hoping for the lasers. <laughs> well, there's still time for lasers. You never know. No, I feel like the
0: moment's passed. <laughs> now I'm hoping for a bulkhead explosion. So, uh, a little more time passes, and the, uh, the two-person team finds their way to the ship's bridge. Uh, there is a wide panoramic forward view uh, through a curved viewport, which takes up uh, much of one wall. Uh, the Federation colony world is beginning to grow pretty large in that view. They're not about to crash in the next five minutes or anything, but you are definitely getting the feeling time is beginning to run a little short for them. As they're taking in this view the um the camera or the virtual camera i should say cuts away from them showing you once again the ir beam that was previously broken before winding its way through several bulkheads and along wires and in ways that a regular camera wouldn't be able to do until it finally settles on a pod which with a hiss of steam begins to open slowly.
2: Ooh.
0: Yeah. Cutscenes.
2: But <laughs> they ominous. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the final thing you see before the camera cuts away again is a tall, bulky figure, all in shadow, stepping from the pod. The group of three make their way finally to engineering about this time as well. Um, it's I mean, without knowing the controls, you would say this place, like the rest of the ship, looks pretty run down. There's clearly nothing really powered on. Um, What I'm going to do, I think, is a group check to see, as a group, as the three of them, um, can they make sense of it in here, really? Um, As I say, it's it's all completely unknown. It's non-Federation type, it's non-Klingon type, so just to see if they can kind of figure it all out. Uh, oh, well, that was a, <laughs> a critical failure there. We're at a 14 and a 20. Mm-hmm. So they are having a lot of trouble in uh, getting things uh, under control here in engineering at this point.
3: Can Ferreira roll a check to see if she can understand the problem? or?
0: Sure, yeah, yeah, totally. Can I get a... Um, I guess this would be Reason Engineering uh, difficulty 2. 11 or 9? Yeah, that's your two successes. Um Ooh. Yeah, you can, um, if not decipher the full sort of layout, um, you're able to kind of, I guess, with it, <laughs> maybe helps along a little bit by the fact that you're just sort of, you're watching it for, as an outsider's point of view. You're not kind of, you haven't got the stress of being in an environment suit and, and such. Maybe it's sort of, hmm. you're able to kind of get a, maybe a slightly calmer look at it. You you can't understand why they haven't realized where the starter button is, basically. On this, you know,
3: She's it, probably like looking at it with a face yeah. and like, huh?
0: Like it's not obvious, but like mm-hmm. from your from your point of view, like you're like, okay, well, this logically makes sense. That they should do a couple of things, you know. You know, you're able to sort of, from an outsider's perspective, go, well, here's a, there's an order of operations here, which makes sense to your kind of engineering brain, if that makes sense.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and um, but they they have not clocked it. Carter sort of uh, catches your eye. At this point, it's from across the room. He doesn't sort of say anything, but he sort of mm. he sort of. I think he he's kind of not like watching you, but it sort of sees you kind of like mm. you know kind of looking at it and yeah, putting two and two together and looking like oh, okay, You've, would it be f- safe to say that when you figure it out, you get a kind of like oh yeah, no, I could do that kind of
3: yeah yeah yeah. She'd probably be like, she'd probably click her fingers or something or um, fiddle with her hands because I. I I always imagined like engineers and that. They've, they've all, they're tinkerers, mm. really, really. So they're always like fiddling with stuff. So I can imagine that she's got like a little tick thing that she does.
0: Yeah. So yeah, as, as you, you kind of, as you figure it out, you sort of, yeah, you, like you say, click your fingers or whatever, and um, you, you look around and you just catch Carter kind of just looking at you with a little bit of a smile on his face, like, yeah, see, it, it, you get it, it he's, he's kind of figured it as well. And uh, it's kind of—it's not, it's not like a smirk or anything. He's just kind of—it's like a smile of like, "Yeah, we would have, we would have rocked this," sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they eventually seem to figure out some of it, but whereas you'd be able to, I, I think, I, I think a way of saying this would be to say that, that they spend oh, way, way too long trying to get power back on.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they don't fail at it. It just whereas you might have taken a, a minute or so, just looked at things and gone, "Okay, I think we can do this," and getting up and running, they take the best part of 15 minutes trying to figure out how to get this, this reactor going. Mm-hmm. In which time, they get a call from the bridge team.
5: Any time now with that power, guys. You want to come down here and fix it yourself? I think, Mitchell, what my Tellarite friend here is saying. It's a patience. It's a virtue. Try telling that to the planet outside the window. It's getting bigger by the second. We need those engines
0: now. Now, you guys obviously don't know the uh, these uh, particular ensigns personally but uh, or what their um, interpersonal relationships are like, but it'd be fair to say you're picking up on a little bit of snippiness going back and forth here. <laughs> and I don't need to ask an inside check on this. You guys, as, as a team, think you all get like, even without knowing the exact details about what they're sort of looking at on screen and things, you all get the kind of feeling of like, oh, well, you know. We maybe come across as a little bit better teamwork-wise than these did, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe this uh, this team is in the in the the stress of like trying, having you know, taking so long to get the the engine going, have maybe forgotten that they're being broadcast. And I know that I know that wasn't we like the f- yeah, <laughs> I know that wasn't forefront in all your minds during your your own test, but they have kind of. There's some frustration showing and they've forgotten that everyone can see that they're a bit frustrated and are maybe snipping at each other a little bit. So you can't imagine that's going to go well, but it's going to help their score, I would say. <laughs> Around this time, the um, the doorway to the bridge slides open. With a thump of footsteps, a large armoured warrior, stepped onto the bridge. Ooh. This is the figure that was released from the uh, the stasis bank.
1: Ooh. Oh, Johnny is thrilled. Just, he's <laughs> edge of the seat, just staring, like, yes! Fight time! Let's see this!
3: <laughs> I imagine that we're just, like, sitting on, like, the couch with the popcorn, and just, like, like, slowly, like, eating pieces of popcorn, and just, like, Always get a tens now.
2: <laughs> mm, let's see how they handle this then.
0: I'm gonna roll just to see which way they react first, and then this mm-hmm. could go another couple of ways. Because yeah. Okay, well that's a very high roll, so that's <laughs> maybe not the, the maybe not the most diplomatic reaction. I got a 15 and a 10. So you get the feeling their security officers. He's also feeling a little bit of the stress, and he, he straight away pulls out a phaser to pull out, to point at the um, the figure.
5: Stop right there, hands where I can see him.
0: The figure turns its masked face uh, towards him, regarding him for just a second before raising its hands. Uh, as it does so, a staff weapon of some sort, uh, metal, unfolds and assembles itself uh, from the figure's gauntlets. Uh, planting its feet it performs a a complex sort of flourish with the weapon uh, spinning it around in a dangerous looking sort of figure eight pattern in front of it ending in an unmistakable combat stance it's at this exact moment uh, that the panels and lights uh, begin to flicker back to life uh, throughout the bridge Uh, the corn officer uh, eyes kind of darting around the room and settling on the armored masked figure uh, calls to the security officer Try and try keep it busy while I make the course corrections. And uh, they begin to work the controls. Uh, so yeah, let's do a roll. See how they get on. <laughs> well, that's a good roll for once. <laughs> I've got a seven and a ten for the, the con officer. So, the ship's trajectory begins to turn as this figure steps towards the uh, security officer. Sort of ominously kind of like circling around, basically. Um... Their face is covered. I should probably actually give like a full description. They're in sort of <laughs> covered in kind of plates of armor which sort of looks sort of semi-organic but they are metal. They're just like the styling in that and they're a little bit kind of pockmarked, a little bit tarnished. It looks like a very old kind of suit of um, powered body armor. The um, face is covered with a helmet with uh, the only clean bit of the, the whole armor suit is the, the face plate which is completely reflective black. You can't see anything underneath the, um, underneath the uh, the mask.
5: This is your final warning. Stay where you
0: are. The, uh, the armored figure, however, does not stop its, uh, slow advance towards Mitchell uh, who then, uh, perhaps in an attempt to ward it off, uh, aims and fires his phaser at the deck plating in front of his uh, advancing assailant. Let's roll for that. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 20 again um, and a 12 (laughs) this team is not doing well
3: (laughs) oh dear yeah
0: so what was meant to be a warning shot um, he fires his phaser into the leg of this figure to seemingly no effect oh dear I think
4: he's for it now (laughs) yeah he's in big trouble Pardon my language, but I think he's just gone and buggered it up for his team.
0: <laughs> so, stepping into range, the uh, the figure takes a, a swipe at Mitchell uh, with its staff. Okay, I think that's actually a miss. With a, a 16 and a, and a 15. So, uh, Mitchell manages to dodge away from this advancing figure. Um, I think in the name of um, just kind of hitting highlights and things on this, I'm not going to run this whole combat. But with, like, kind of basing it off of those two roles as a sort of guide, uh, I will just say then, so uh, with the the course corrected eventually by the con officer, between him and Mitchell, um, they do manage to finally subdue this uh, attacking figure, Uh, not before Mitchell takes a couple of knocks from the staff weapon it it doesn't go all his way, but um, with some sustained uh, phaser fire from the two of them, uh, they eventually manage to bring it down Um, but yeah, again Quite a lot of weapons fire and attacks and things going on with this team. <laughs> Maybe not the smoothest of runs, you would say. Uh, but yeah, I mean, with their main mission completed, though, um, they do all eventually reconvene in the airlock area, and uh, yeah, the holodeck fades away around them. They are greeted like yourselves uh, by the hovering words, "Session complete," and uh, that is the the run of the uh, the USS Nelson's team. For better or worse. <laughs> At this point, Captain Karata of the Auckland uh, comes in through the door and sort of gives a nod to the senior staff, goes over to his team uh, who have been obviously watching from their other so you can hear him sort of saying, "Oh, you know, all right, come, come on, guys, uh, we're up last. Let's head off." Johnny, uh, Katrina kind of catches your eye and again got kind of that intense like it's competition time sort of look on <laughs> her faces but gives you a sort of, bit of a nod as, as she passes and the team from the Auckland leaves the lounge. Um, the uh, screens have sort of switched back uh, to playing highlights of, uh, of what you've just seen really um, and over it you can, you can hear the voice of the commentators uh, again a little louder than they were during the actual run itself.
1: Interesting run, then, from the Nelson team. Didn't have it all their own way by any means. What did you make of it, Odell? Well, you hit the
0: nail on the head there, Ted. I mean, they—they they, sure, they completed the task, but they were argumentative, combative. I don't think the judges will like it. Disorganized and combative.
3: <laughs> Ted.
4: There's always a Ted or
0: a Bob or something, isn't there?
4: <laughs> In the 24th century, there's like a Ted? Ted Theodore? is eternal. Oh. Oh.
3: Theodore. <laughs> I
4: suppose. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, so yeah, at the moment, you were the only team in here.
2: (laughs) Well, I have to say, I'm I'm a little bit less worried after watching that. Aye, pretty much. Yeah, I'm a a bit more
3: relaxed about how we did.
1: Absolutely. I, I think that, well, we'll just have to hope that the other team, well, I don't hope that they do badly, but, well, it'd be nice to shine bright, right?
3: Yeah, but you want others to do well, too. I mean, we're all in the same boat, so to speak.
4: I can't help but feel sorry for him. This is my seventh cider,
0: <laughs> And I just can't believe they did so badly. I'm going to need a take okay. from you, I think you've had seven side i mean that was over the course of yeah. like an hour and a half you've been just pounding them
4: I mean, yeah <laughs> but, but it's thematical because i'm a lot less bloodthirsty
0: than i was earlier. on it's true <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, i'm
4: happy to do a check
0: yeah no i'm gonna need it i think right fitness um oh how did we do it we did when johnny it was just a general fitness check i think wasn't it yeah 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 fitness is one for this yeah,
4: 11 you got 11 Okay. Rolling.
0: Okay. Five and, a five and a one, that's a critical critical suggesting. success. So you are handling this cider in a way but you're you're handling your drink. But that <laughs> seven's a lot, but you know, you're feeling the drink, but you're not feeling yeah. ill at all or anything.
4: No, but I'm feeling emotional that they put it so badly. <laughs> There's no
3: justice in the universe.
1: <laughs> oh, you'll be okay, dude. I'm
3: just gonna take the, the beer away from him. No, no more no more cider for you. Okay. Only coffee.
0: Alright, that's 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 probably a good idea. I'm getting flashbacks to Murphy and Ray Murphy taking Ray's drinks away. <laughs> <laughs> uh shortly then the the crew from the nelson who you you've just watched make their run uh enter the lounge um then yeah they seem a bit more i think subdued maybe than um perhaps you guys were i mean you guys weren't really like you know fully celebrating and you know <laughs> whooping and hollering or anything but um yeah they're just kind of quietly talking to each other sort of post gaming it i think and um yeah but putting um, putting a brave face on i don't think they you know they it wasn't a disaster um but you sort of hear sort of snatches of the conversation where they're, they're sort of saying like you know hey we, we we did our best we completed the mission we'll you know we'll see what happens it is the kind of general vibe that you get off of them but yeah nevertheless you know, as they enter there is a sort of supportive round of applause from everybody in here I'm, I'm assuming you guys would join in with that as well which you know they accept sort of graciously um before uh grabbing themselves some drinks and uh sort of sitting down, as I say, looking a little bit um, like they're taking it all in, sort of just processing what they just went through, I think. A few minutes pass. Um, so not, not the biggest of, uh, of gaps in between here, and um, the uh, screens yet again switch away from the highlights and uh, colour commentary to the feed from the inside of Holodeck One, and you can see the uh, the team from the Auckland uh, preparing themselves, uh, just as you've uh, well you yourselves did, and you you just watched the the Nelson team uh, prepare themselves. I mean, you didn't really uh, make any attempt to talk to them while they were in here with you guys. So the, this um, the sort of feed that you're getting now is kind of the first sort of, I guess, kind of proper introduction you've gotten to the, the team. Uh, Johnny, obviously your friend Katrina is there as the um, security officer. There is an Anar male, Ensign Soma, who is their uh, medical officer. There is a Kelpian female, uh, Ensign Lorela who is their science officer. Uh, The team is then rounded out by uh, two humans, uh, a male, Ensign Schmidt, who is their engineer, and a female, Ensign Delucci, who is their con officer. As I said, they're just kind of psyching themselves up. They seem a little bit calmer, I think, maybe than the Nelson team did. You you would guess it's possible that, sort of like yourselves, they they were a little bit um, uh, buoyed up by the... uh, the slightly poorer performance by the Nelson team, so that they've made me think. Okay, you know, we can do this. As, you know, so that they're not looking too stressed out, but they are kind of, you know, doing stretches and things. And yeah. <laughs> Shortly, then their simulation starts. Bading in around them, they find themselves in what looks to be just a regular crew lounge aboard a starship. There's a slight air of apprehension you're picking up from the crews. They're, they're kind of looking around. Um, theirs, of all three teams, has been the only one to appear in kind of a place where you wouldn't expect a mission to start. So they're
1: they're sort of looking around. Hmm, this isn't what I was expecting. Maybe we have to throw a party. That would be an interesting change of pace from the other scenarios.
0: Their conversation is rudely interrupted at this point by what looks and what must feel like to them... huge impact on the ship that they're on they are almost thrown to the ground and immediately the uh, the klaxons and warning for a red alert sounds and uh, red emergency lighting panels uh, flicker to life a few seconds pass the team pick themselves up off the floor or you know re-steady themselves and then all the lights other than the emergency lighting go out sound of their ships uh, background hum Fades away. Power has been cut.
4: Oh dear, complete power failure. Well, I haven't seen that one so far.
2: Who turned out the lights? That could be tricky.
0: Mm-hmm. They're not in total darkness, as I say, the, the emergency lighting is on, um, but their ship has clearly lost power.
3: Systems check. Cover your bases.
0: It's just as you say this, uh, Faria, uh, their engineering ensign uh, pulls out a tricorder from his belt um, <laughs> and heads for the wall panel. Uh, I'll do a systems check, uh, see what happened. Now, Anton uh, Schmidt was already where already had this uh, tricorder on him when it uh, went into the uh, simulation, so the, this team, you're getting the feeling they seem a little bit more prepared than the Nelson team did. Uh, it, it's possible, uh, Johnny, that maybe you weren't the only one to say, hey, why don't we do like a dry run or something <laughs> you know, before, before the competition starts.
4: <laughs> Going go, in go prepared,
0: always, always a good start. Okay, I'm gonna do a uh, a reason engineering check uh, for this uh, for their ensign to see if he can uh, see what's happened, see if he can diagnose the problem. That's two successes, nine out of ten. So uh, yeah, he he kind of pops open the wall panel. Uh, runs a, a small cable from his tricorder into it to, to sort of dia- download a diagnostic um, something we haven't really seen in the show but I'm choosing to add here as a thing he can do with the, the tricorder um, he's, sort of, he's, he ta- he's taking a few seconds to do that when um, Katrina walks up
6: Talk to me Rob, what's happening?
1: It looks like the power's down throughout the ship uh, they did sound the red alert and felt like something hit us just before it happened though maybe whatever that was caused the power
6: outage? They wouldn't sound the alert without good reason let's force this door open
0: I'll roll it into the, that same successful engineering check that their engineering engine is able to pop a release valve and as a group they're able to open the doors to the lounge and get out into the corridor as they step out there uh, you and, well, and them are able to hear what sounds like distant sounds of weapon fire sounds like they've been boarded it does sound like that yes
6: <laughs> the ship's been boarded we need to secure some weapons
0: after getting her bearings uh, Katrina leads the way down the corridor uh, to a small armory locker uh, they, they let themselves in and, and cl- shut the door behind themselves uh, securing themselves some phases uh, while they're in there
5: we need more information
2: what are you thinking well now we're armed we ought to maybe try and get to an operations console see if we can reroute emergency power to the sensors find out what's
6: going on. I don't know. Do you think that would work?
1: Why don't we just head to engineering and try to get me and Par back? What we can do will be pretty limited without it.
6: We need to get this situation contained before we do anything else. If we get power and sensors online first, whoever is taking the ship will have just as much control of those systems as we do. Agreed. But how do we get around that problem? I vote we get to the bridge. We can shut down access from there. Uh, makes sense, but how are we going to get onto the bridge?
0: There's a bit more discussion, but basically they're in a bit of a sort of three-way disagreement here as to how to proceed. Um, uh, so I'm going to roll three presence checks, and we're going to see which way uh, they decide to go. I start with the engineer. Uh, I got a four and a twelve with him. This would be presence command, so he was aiming for ten or under. So he got one success. The scientist is aiming for again presence command, aiming for twelve or under. Uh, I got a 13 or 15 so no successes. And Katrina is a is aiming for 13 or under. I got a natural 20 and a natural 1. So, that's two successes but a catastrophic failure. I think I think the way we're going to play this, play this is as she got two successes, they will go with Katrina. Now that catastrophic failure, I think I'm going to hold on to so it may come back to haunt them later on. I think that's the, the way we're going to play it. So as a group, yeah, they, they agree to head to the bridge as their next destination. As this decision is made uh, in, the, in the viewing lounge, you just overhear Commander Carter sort of make a quiet comment. Ooh, don't think they're going uh, to get much done with our power. So Carter was sort of agreeing with their engineer of like, yeah, you're not (laughs) unless you you can turn the ship systems on, you're not going to get shields up, you're not going to get easy access to everywhere, and you're not going to really be able to do much other than possibly fight hand-to-hand with stuff. And yet, that's
1: not the route that they've chosen here. (laughs) Johnny turning to the others just says, it looks like my friend's taking charge out there. We're going to have to see if this works out for him.
3: I was engineering not much of a ship to save if, if it explodes
4: I hope something does explode now I've started to sober up my bloodlust has come back <laughs> if I'm not careful I'll kill you, I'll kill, you. I'll
5: kill all of you <laughs>
4: <laughs> airlock blows out airlock blows out it, what are you all looking at me like that for?
2: For reason this
4: is fun Come on, get 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 on board with it. Come on.
0: Air lock, blow, out wow. blow, wow. Anyway. A little bit of an ex- extreme reaction. Lila's <laughs> <laughs>
2: just like, nope. Looks back at the screens.
1: <laughs> yeah, J- Johnny's a bit perplexed by the ups and downs of this drunken rambler. <laughs> and, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it, I mean, he...
1: We know you've been drinking a lot of
0: cider. Has anybody else actually had anything alcoholic? Because it's just like a case of no. you guys got on, uh, and you're <laughs> like, okay, let's just watch the competition. And like one of you has gotten shit-faced and everybody else
3: is just
2: <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: like popcorn. Like, like popcorn was as far as like Farrier was gonna push it. Like, like yeah, that's that's like enough.
4: <laughs> popcorn laced with cider.
3: We're all just concerned. She's <laughs> like looking at him, I'm really concerned about how much he's been drinking and this change of character, and is very, very confused. Yeah. Well, the, the, the crux
4: of the matter is it, the more he drinks, the more understanding and emotion he'll get. And then as he <laughs> opens up, the bloodlust starts to come back a little bit. But it's only when there's like competition or like stakes going on. If he's involved in something like that, he's. You know he takes it as serious as possible, and it's other people. He's like, "Yeah, hey, I hope you break your leg." You know. <laughs>
2: Jesus. I suspect that commander Irilla is sitting elsewhere in this largish room.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Occasionally, like looking over, like that's some really fluctuating emotions. Yeah,
0: you're starting to pick up worry from some of the other people there. Of like, <laughs> you, you, yeah, you're picking up a and no, sort of thoughts of just like in you like I, I don't know bloodlust is with this that sort of thing but like you're kind of you're starting to pick up the slightly kind of a mixture like playful aggressive like kind of like yeah go on the fail fail bloodlust throw out an airlock primitive. and you can sort of hear him as well because he's drunk um, primitive <laughs> yeah I believe it's what
4: the Germans call Schadenfreude pleasure in the misfortune of others.
3: Murphy's just going to raise an eyebrow at Aurelia and be like, are you alright, Doctor?
2: Yes. Yes, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, th- One of our ensigns has some rapidly changing emotions. It was a little distracting.
3: Yeah, I did notice one of them was drinking. And I've, they're off duty now, so it's, it's
0: oh, yeah. fine. No, it's, it, but, uh, drinks yeah. are fine. Like, you know, you, yeah. you're allowed yeah. to get you're allowed to have drinks it's just, it's in the context like, uh, drinks were allowed but only one of you had them and had a lot of them (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) she's like, drinking is fine and enjoying the the rest of the time is fine but if he starts to become a nuisance Murphy's gonna be like how long is it gonna take Johnny to get involved or is she going to have to involve herself?
0: I think plus at this point it's like 2pm
3: yeah a little early <laughs>
0: maybe a little later than that but like not a lot because i i don't think i i mean you you guys were a couple of hours the other team was a couple of hours um so yeah it's 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 like it's like mid-afternoon <laughs> and look don't get me wrong i like a good day buzz <laughs> no, <if I'm> out <laughs> on a barbecue or whatever and you know <laughs> at a music festival or whatever but yeah <laughs> I'm not judging. It's just kind of funny that it's just the one character's drinking. It's (laughs) 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 so yeah. I mean, really, you're kind of feeling the worry, like I said, and and, uh, like uh, not worry, worry or anything, but it's just like he's sort of in your kind of empathic sort of view of the room, I guess. He's sort of sticking out a little bit like a sore thumb. Yeah.
2: Almost everyone else is like completely engrossed in watching the screens. Yeah. The, um, and
0: I mean, I think Katarin is probably engrossed in watching the screens. He's just his reaction to what's going on is quite strong.
2: It's not that the emotions themselves are concerning; it's just it's like quick cycling, yeah. and you are like mentally broadcasting rather loudly. <laughs> However, this group is still still feels much more cheerful yeah. than the um,
0: yeah
2: the second group who
0: yeah they're they're feeling a, they're 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 watching intently and are a little bit sort of. A little sullen, I will say, you know, this is a convenient point, actually. So, at uh, this kind of talk about the, uh, you know, oh, maybe I should have gone to engineering, you get the feeling the other groupers maybe would have also have made that choice, because there's a little bit of chatter from the the uh, the Nelson group, and really, you do pick up a sort of, like, a feeling of, like, oh, okay, well, at least we're not the only ones who've maybe, maybe made a mistake <laughs> during our thing, <laughs> kind of thing. So uh, yeah, so well, what follows for the next little bit of this run is that uh, the team from the Auckland end up having to kind of crawl their way awkwardly through a long series of Jeffrey's tubes to try and get up to the bridge of their ship, and it's not a fun time for them as they got. It turns out they, they, you know, they've got to make their way up through four separate decks of Jeffrey's Tubes just to get up because because they didn't go down, and turn the power on, the turbo lifts aren't working. So, this, all they've got is these kind of access hatches and such to, to make their way up there. And um, nobody's really grumbling, but none of them look like they're having a good time, I will say.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Korea's just like, I, I, I understand this pain. I spend a lot of time in Jeffrey's tubes, between junctions, yeah. <laughs> Tell in me awkward about it. places.
1: Tell me about it. I know all about that.
0: <laughs> so they finally make it up to the deck uh, below the bridge and that is as far as this tube will take them Katrina is about to kick out the hatch and get out into the corridor where the scientist puts her hand on her shoulders
2: I should scan first we don't know what's out there
0: and she pulls out her tricorder to take a reading and I rolled oh that's fairly decent seven and a three
2: there's three
6: lifeforms out there in the corridor I can't identify them Maybe they're using some kind of distortion field. Good catch, Lorela. Okay, we go on three. Phaser's on stun. Everyone ready? Ready. Yeah. Ready.
0: Ready. She holds up three fingers and uh, counts them down before popping the hatch open. While uh, Phaser's drawn, the team quickly dive out into the corridor. Facing them are three humanoid figures. Their features completely obscured by a kind of shimmering dark energy field. Uh, it, it looks like the science officer was correct about them using some kind of distortion technology. Uh, it's it's not identical to say Jem'Hadar Stealth Shrouds, uh, as they are visible consistently. Um, as I said, the features are being hidden by these energy fields, so it might operate on a similar sort of principle. So, um, <laughs> the team from the auction start firing. Um, Katrina actually hits her target straight away. That Maybe that um, shooting practice with Johnny the other day was uh, <laughs> came in handy. So her target goes down, the energy shield sort of collapsing around it. She was only firing on stun, but um, the, the, the life form on the ground, it doesn't... None of you recognize it at all. Um, it's possible that the holodeck has just generated a random species here. <laughs> you know, something to... Uh, Sort of beat attackers. They get. They kind of look slightly reptilian, slightly um, scaly, a little bit monster of the week <laughs> sort of thing. But they, they fit a pattern sort of thing. But nothing that any of you recognise. I would say the other members of the squad also fire their phasers, Ooh, taking out one of the others. But um, the third fires back. Ooh stunning the Anar medical officer to the ground before he's taken out by uh, a second shot from Katrina. <laughs> so with the medical officer unconscious, this isn't obviously an ideal situation. Katrina kneels down to check on her unconscious uh, comrade.
6: Soma. Lorela, see what you can do for him.
0: Uh, the science officer pulls the medical tricorder from uh, Soma's um, pack and uh, begins scanning him.
6: He's just been stunned, thankfully Best give him a couple of minutes, Kat Okay, let's hold up here for now then See if there's anything in his med kit that'll help
0: So, uh, yeah, a couple of minutes later The medical officer comes around Um, He's uh, he's not looking in the best of shape He's looking
1: a little rough Let's not do that again
6: Agreed
2: You had us worried there for a minute
1: I feel like I fell down a glacier I might need to take a bit longer to breathe here.
6: Mm-mm. We need to know what's going on on the bridge. Rob, you stay here with Soma and Lorela. Keep an eye out for anyone else coming. Laura and I will sneak up and see what we can see. We don't want to walk into any traps.
3: Okay, Kat.
0: We'll hold the fort here. Good luck. Both of you.
4: I think at this point, um... this point, he's actually stopped drinking anything, and he's just... Fixated on the screen because at this point he's just fascinated by the turn of events. He's no longer drinking the coffee. He's no longer wanting a cider. He's just like, Well, maybe he should have the coffee. Oh well, he's had this would be like this would be like his fifth one. He he downs these drinks quickly. Fair enough. <laughs> but, he, he, but, he, but he's not. He's not. He's not actually touching a drink at all. He's focused on what's happening and he's actually intently taking note of everything now, not just hoping for you know, calamity and injury <laughs> Yeah, fair enough, enough. i were?
2: I'm very glad that we got the scenario we did Yeah, I yeah. think we lucked out there Yeah,
1: Definitely a lot simpler than what these lot have had and the ones before as well Yeah, I guess it wasn't quite as action-packed ultimately but we could have approached our situation differently we certainly could have, but when you
4: think about it, we didn't have any real moments of bickering. We didn't have any cross communications with each other. We just, we, that got, we got us. our heads down and got on with it, didn't we?
2: We did, but that was us. That wasn't. That wasn't because we had a lucky scenario. That's because yeah. we got on with it. We we came up against the problem. We thought about it. We fixed it. I know what it was. What? We got our disaster out of the way last night we training <laughs>
3: True, yeah.
4: true Oi, that we did, that we did
2: We had a test run
4: A uh, rehearsal to shake out the flaws
2: So, if we do come first, I think we might owe it all to Johnny for suggesting a training session
4: Oi, I'll drink to
1: that but not right now Though I'm
4: busy watching this
1: <laughs> oh, Thanks I... Yeah, I, I, well, I, I didn't really think it worked out, but maybe you guys are right. And Johnny's very pleased by this. Well, I, I was having doubts about going out for those drinks later after watching you down on all those ciders, but... Well, Shimodas, I, I can't wait until... Well, <laughs> let's just wait and see. We haven't won yet. They could turn this around somehow. I will say it, it. The vibe you're getting from the Auckland team is not
0: that they're not working well together. It's more that like, because like, when they were discussing which way to go, it wasn't like an argument. It was more like they all put their cases forward, and Katrina was maybe a little bit more. I do not say forceful, but a bit more kind of seemed to be taking charge a bit more.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so it's it's less that like they're not working well together, so much as they with you know they they made the wrong choice in direction to go maybe more than anything else Mm -hmm. and now they've they've hit this speed bump of their medical officer being downed and it's sort of it's kind of put a bit of pause onto them however they do seem to have made the choice to make their medical officer (laughs) as comfortable as possible for a second and then just slightly stealth ahead and see what the state of things is on the bridge so Katrina being the security officer is taking the lead on that I'm going to roll on that now (laughs) That's an 8 and a 10. So, yeah, she's able to, uh, alongside Ensign uh, Delucci, uh, just stealthily kind of make their way up uh, to do a little bit of reconnaissance, and they're able to see that there are six more of these uh, invaders uh, on the bridge, and uh, the the main bridge crew of this ship have been stunned and are uh, being kept prisoner on board the bridge. Uh, so, yeah, the, the pair of them return to the group.
6: Well... It looks like they've fully taken control up there. All the entrances and exits are covered, and... I'm not sure an assault is the best option at this point. Not with the bridge crew there as hostages.
2: What other options have we got?
1: What if we... What if we get into the environmental systems? We could, we could pump in some sort of knockout gas. Hmm. We have no way of knowing how anestazine would affect them, but it's an option. If you can get into the system, we can synthesize what we need. Worth a shot.
0: So, yeah, there's, there's just kind of general agreement there to modify the plan at this point, now that it's sort of seeming that storming the bridge isn't going to be an option. Um, so between the whole team, I think the the consensus is re- reached that, you know, trying to uh, take out the invaders with uh, anesthesine gas through the environmental system is maybe a, a slightly better way to go on this. Uh, so basically, over the course of the next sort of 45 minutes to an hour um, of their run, they have to traverse the... Um, the Jeffries tubes once more to get to uh, where they need to get to to put this into action. Um, I'm going to make a roll now just to sort of see how um, see how they get on. Uh, oh, I got a critical success there and a and a twelve. So. Um yeah, over over the course of, as I say, the next forty five minutes to an hour, um, they uh, they make their way through the ship. They uh, they get into a, few, a couple more scrapes. Um, best to say it doesn't, you know, it's, it's not a perfect plan from the outset. But they're able to uh, get the environmental systems under their control, and uh, Soma is able to synthesize the correct uh, formulation of anesthazine, and they flood the bridge, knocking out the invaders, and taking back their ship. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think at that point, we don't, we don't need to go into, I think, any further detail than that. Um, we, we've had a good representative uh, view of the, the uh, Team Auckland's run there. So, uh, as I say, as they take back the bridge, their run comes to an end. Session complete and uh, yeah a couple of minutes later uh, as, the, uh, as the screens around you are all playing at this point highlights of both uh, the Auckland's run and then uh, the previous runs of the Nelson and uh, yourselves on the Tenzing um, Team Auckland enters the room again another round of applause from everybody I think the general feeling in the room is uh, did, you know, a job well done although not without its hiccups it should be said <laughs> Ooh, that feels that like really
2: a bit unlucky yeah I've,
3: I, it feels like because we had a test rod we, we were a bit more comfortable with each other and these guys didn't have or at least didn't seem to have a test rod mm.
4: bumbling around in the dark a little bit
3: mm, just a bit yeah. yeah they didn't have an icebreaker
1: <laughs> yeah exactly I'm glad we all came together yeah it was a good idea of yours Johnny
3: yeah it's, it might have saved our bacon at, least, or at
2: least our reputations, yeah.
0: If nothing, if nothing else, I'll take that as a win. Word sort of filters through at this point that you've, you've probably got about an hour to wait um, before the, the results are going to be uh, announced.
4: Right. Well, they say deliberations will be done in an hour. So, if you'll all excuse me, I'm going to go find a quiet shuttlecraft to curl up in, have a nap, and I'll be back in say half hour. Sounds good. I mean, you can so... go back
0: to your bunk if you want. I mean. <laughs>
4: No, <laughs> oh, I imagine the shuttle bay's not that far from here, and I don't want to go wandering all over the place. I mean, it's not that far, no, but um. I mean, patience. We sleep
1: anywhere; <laughs> well, whatever works for you.
4: Just, to see, just to the idea of this low-ranking staffy crew member curled up in a in a empty shuttlecraft having a nap.
0: I mean, here's an option I can give you. Go on, then. If you really want? You yeah. can just quickly book a small holiday and. Make yourself a bedroom for an hour.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could. I could. I mean, I mean, I we... don't really want to take up anyone else's <laughs> opportunity to use a holodeck. I'll just go and sleep in a shuttle somewhere. Okay. No, I mean, no, no big thing. I mean, have you have you sat on the seats in one of those shuttle crafts? They're they're really 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 nice. Quite
0: comfy if you're set on finding a shuttlecraft yeah it's going to take you 10 minutes to get to a shuttle bay Yep. half um, hour to have
4: half hour for a cat nap of sorts and then yeah. 10, 10 minutes to get back I just mean there's so many easier places to go have a nap if you
0: wanted to <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah I'm, I'm committed to this kind of yeah you no, know, a, no fair um, enough. ridiculousness so I'm sticking with it
0: <laughs> fair enough okay yeah there's a guitar and disappears off presumably to go find a, a shuttle bay <laughs> to sleep in yep. Oh yeah. no, a shuttle in a shuttle yeah, bay
4: craft. In a shuttle craft. Yeah, yeah.
0: you're not just going to go curl up on the floor of the shuttle bay. But
4: yeah. I'll sleep off the rest of this uh, drinking. Uh, what's left of it? There's not much left. And then I'll come back and meet the others later to see you did well in the uh, in the uh, the the challenge in the instant uh, Games, and uh, you'll all be good. Yeah,
0: you are, you are. Yeah. Fair enough. Um...
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't really know what no. to add to that. It's just, yeah, it's just an interesting choice. Okay, <laughs> we can skip forward if you want to uh, the the announcement of the winners, if you like. Over, oh, there's no other conversations you guys want to have at this point.
1: No, I think Johnny will just hang out with the the others and have have some more to drink, maybe a little bite to eat.
2: Chat. We're just going to be kind of making conversation until we find out who won.
1: Mm. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. So some time passes uh, you're waiting the sort of around about an hour um obviously wherever the uh, the judges were sequestered they were clearly uh, taking their time arguing the different points of view about who was uh, who was going to be uh, crowned the winner of this competition uh, after about an hour as i said the um the doors to the lounge open and uh, walking in is the uh, station officer who uh, assisted the admiral uh, at the uh, the drawing of the the lot at the start of the competition who uh Presses a a, a button on the wall, a a chime sounds, and sort of a a bit of a hush falls as it gets everyone's attention. Him, A decision has been made by our panel of judges, so if everybody would like to follow me to the holodeck for the presentation ceremony. He uh, leads the way, and uh, pretty much everyone assembled uh, heads back to holodeck one. As you step in, you can see that there is now a, uh, a podium, uh, a sort of, uh, well, more of like a, a stage set up with, uh, with a podium on it and uh, several rows of, of chairs of various um, sort of uh, sizes and varieties uh, have been laid out uh, for anybody who uh, wishes to attend this ceremony. There are actually you know, a few other officers filtering in as, as you arrive as well, so it, it's going to be quite a few people in here, it looks like. Um, Around the stage and the chairs and everything, uh, the holodeck is actually showing what seems to be an exterior view of Deep Space Three. It's almost like it's placed this stage and chairs kind of on the top of the station, outside in space, sort of thing. Kind of like you're in like a sort of observation dome, but without the dome. It's quite striking. There's a there's a bit of tension in the air. Um, you've gotten the feeling that maybe it's between you guys and the Auckland, and um, there's definitely some sort of some looks kind of shot back and forth between the two teams. Not angry looks or anything like that, just kind of a, a sort of look of oh, is it going to be us, is it going to be you? The seats in here are, are quite quickly filled, and uh, very shortly the Admiral uh, takes the stage. Well, what a day it has been. <laughs> a huge round of applause for all of our competitors today, if you please. The crowd uh, erupts into applause at this. It is such an honour to play host to so many fine ships, and indeed their crews. I trust all involved in today's events will look back fondly on them in the spirit of friendly competition with which they were envisioned as you set forth together on this auspicious mission into the Bermuda Cluster. Indeed, we hope that you may even feel a little more prepared to face whatever unknowns may await you. But there can only be one winning team today. Now, as was explained at the start of the competition, performance was to be judged on skill, teamwork, and commitment to the spirit of Starfleet. All of you performed admirably under these criteria, but after much deliberation, the judges have decided that the winners are the team from the USS, wait for it, Tenzing! Oh wait. My- you are all uh, beckoned up onto the stage. Uh, you, as you go, you see uh, Captain Collins, who's been joined by uh, Commander Talin and uh, the other senior staff members, uh, other than Ray, obviously. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you, you head on up to the stage. The Admiral uh, warmly shakes your hand. There's, a, there's applause oh, as, you, as you were all making your way up there. Uh, the admiral, as I say, he sort of warmly greets each of you, and uh, before sort of continuing to the microphone, you all displayed great judgment and skill. You faced your challenges without flinching, and uh, yours is an example which I think we should all admire. Congratulations, Team Tenzi! <laughs> Here's a, it's a commemorative mug or
2: something. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, I feel like, okay. Maybe, maybe no. Maybe that was a joke, but maybe there is some kind of like, yeah, he presents. Yeah, there's like a, a yeah. nice cut glass kind of. I don't know if you guys know like sailing regattas or anything, but there is like you know this commemorative sort of like, hey, the winner gets this kind of glass trophy thing. Yeah, they no, get
3: they get a ship and a bottle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you guys are presented with like it's not really like a trophy, but it's yeah, it's kind of like, hey, here's a. Full memento Yeah, a memento And well done On that You all find yourselves Kind of mingling with the crowd Again afterwards uh, You're all sort of Shaking hands A lot of people are, are Waiting to kind of Congratulate you For the job Well done And uh Johnny You, uh, you find yourself Face to face With uh, Enton Sullivan Your friend Katrina
6: Congratulations
1: Ah oh, well thanks You didn't do too badly yourself Sure you're not jealous though
6: <laughs> No, really You did really well, this is well deserved
1: Mm, All right, yeah Okay, I'm just teasing you, but thanks Seriously, um, well What are you up to now though?
6: Oh, my team and I are probably gonna head to Shimoda's And drown our sorrows I guess you'll be Headed back to your ship?
1: I don't know about that, Shimoda sounds Pretty good, I mean I I have Mentioned this to the rest of the crew a couple of times That I was working with, so Well, mind if I tag along? I mean, us? Not not just me, obviously. I mean, got to take the whole winning team out. Um, competition's over, so it'd be good to get to know a few more of the uh, expedition's ensigns.
6: Should probably invite the Nelson team, too.
1: Oh, 100%, absolutely.
6: I think the rule in this situation is that the winners buy the drinks, so we'll see you there.
1: Ah, uh, well, maybe just this one time and he shoots us some finger guns and kind of (laughs) heads off back to his team to sort of gather them up and get them ready for Shimodas.
0: All right. Okay, so I think with that then, that's a good spot to to call these Ensign games to a close. (laughs) I hope you all had fun. that's gonna do it for this episode uh we'll be back in two weeks time with another episode of frontier on thursday september 29th and uh, we hope you'll all join us for that in the meantime you can find links to all of our online presences at pretendingwithdice.com uh so for now that's our show uh yeah we hope you all enjoyed it we'll see you next time